I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I took an extra day off, and uh, all of the podcasts I listened to yesterday totally sucked. And I can only assume, based on the science, that uh, every podcast that came out yesterday sucked. So on one hand, I'm really sorry that you didn't have uh, an EarthFox podcast to listen to, but I'm also not 100% confident that the EarthFox podcast also would not have sucked. But I didn't, I was, I was disconnected. I uh, ignored my phone for at least two days. I enjoyed my family. I enjoyed my turkey. I'm sure you enjoyed your family and Thanksgiving as well. Are there other, are there other holidays? Is there a uh, is there a Jewish equivalent to Thanksgiving? I think so, but it's not. Uh, it's like it's like Yom Kippur or something, and it's not it's not in November. The other holidays were my birthday and my daughter's birthday. I had a conversation with my sister about how lame birthdays become after oh I don't know sixteen. And I never got a car on my 16th birthday. I'd like to talk to some individual. I mean, I got a car, but not it wasn't it wasn't like here happy happy 16th birthday. Here's a car, you know, bow on the hood. It's driving up the driveway as you look out the window, you know, something from a well, a car commercial. Really. That's that's why we have those machinations in our heads. Is because of marketing. It puts them there. Like uh, wrapping a piece of meat in bread. Which was a marketing ploy to keep the greasy meat off of your white gloves or something. I don't know. Who eats a hot dog with white gloves on? Maybe weird people back in the... Well, when, when was a, when was the hot dog invented? Quick duck, duck, go tell me I'm working on my, uh, streaming skills. I completely revamped the studio space, got the cameras all set up, got the lights all set up, got my, uh, uh, props behind me, you know, cool stuff to look at, but not too cool because you know. You don't want to take you don't want to take the focus off the money maker. <laughs> Though the history of the hot dog, everything you need to know. I did not know that we were going to be getting into this, but you know, that's part of the joy of preparing just right. You you jump off on tangents and uh, you just go with the flow. See where the river takes you. Welcome to the Earthbox River. Follow me on Twitter, by the way, at EarthVox and uh, other social media as well. But, you know, Twitter is where the fight is. Send me an email, TheRealEarthVox at ProtonMail.com. And uh, please take a minute right now. Leave me a five-star rate and review on uh, whichever podcast platform you happen to be enjoying this content upon within 
One of those. So the hot dog was invented in 1498 in Europe. 19th century, it doesn't uh, doesn't drop a specific date or year. That was when they started wrapping it in a bun. And now you know that. So tell all your friends. <laughs> I'm a fan of, of useless information. Not because it's interesting. I'm not a fan of not interesting information. But I guess that varies from person to person. We're getting a clear picture of what is, uh, what's in store for us in the coming months. And it's basically, I mean, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back here, but I guess uh, I would be doing myself a disservice if I didn't point out that I was 100% accurate in my prediction. The Democrats are going to try to ram through as much as they can in their last couple of months in power in the House of Representatives. And it just, it disgusts me. It disgusts me for the same reason that these elected officials get into office and then completely forget their constituents and the people that they voted for or the people that voted for them by getting into the DC click and only caring about their fundraisers and their donations from corporate lobbyists because the American people spoke and said, no, Democrats, we want the Republicans to take control of Congress. How do they respond? Okay, well, we're going to try to ram through all of these, all, all of this new legislation, despite the voice of the people. This headline from the Epic Times, Democrats plan busy three weeks for last session of lame duck Congress. Democrats are planning for a busy three weeks during the last session of the 117th Congress with a series of legislative aspirations set for consideration as the party prepares for the end of single-party rule. Republicans are now confirmed to have taken the House, though Democrats will hold the Senate. If current numbers in still uncalled races hold, Republicans will enter the 118th Congress with a scant majority, putting an end to the unified Democrat-led government of the past two years. Thank God. As they prepare to enter the minority for the first time since 2019, Democrats are hoping to make a few final legislative pushes in the final eight legislative days remaining. According to the House calendar, lawmakers will assemble one final time beginning on November 29th. The final votes of the 117th Congress will take place on December 15th. So here are some of the uh, wonderful things they have in store for us. That they weren't able, I mean, this is another indication of the will of the people being completely denied by this Congress. They were, they've been in power for four years. Complete control for the last two years. And they're just getting around to these two things, to these, well, this handful of things. Now. We have the same-sex marriage bill from the article. On the top of Democrats' priority list is the passage 
of the Respect for Marriage Act, that bill which Democrats pushed in response to the Supreme Court's decision in Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization, would codify same-sex and interracial marriage as a federally protected right. The measure was expected to be taken up for final passage by the Senate on November 17th, but the legislative day, the last before Thanksgiving recess, came and went with no final vote on the measure. Oh yeah, they had to get to their Thanksgiving feast. That delay came after the bill managed to advance past its first procedural hurdle with the support of 12 Republicans. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said the same day that passing the bill would be one of the more significant accomplishments of this Senate to date but did not explain the delay. Hmm. I wonder what that delay could have been. They're more interested in taking their vacation than getting things done, which I guess in this case benefits us. The bill was proposed over the summer after SCOTUS voted to strike down the president set down in Roe v. Wade, a 1973 case that declared abortion a constitutionally protected right. That decision was based on an expansive interpretation of the Constitution and specifically the 14th Amendment's Equal Protection Clause. We know, we know, we know, we know. The Respect for Marriage Act is one of a series of bills passed by the Democrat-led House over the summer in response to this decision. My only issue with this bill is that it's taking away the rights of the states. It should be a right of the state. We need the smallest... Not only do we need the smallest amount of federal government, we also need the smallest amount of government in general. But today, I'd be happy with a smaller federal government. Unfortunately, we're not going to get that with the Democrats. And Biden is aiming to push an assault weapons ban before he loses control of the House. From the article, Biden said that he will encourage Democrats to use the lame duck session to advance legislation that would ban so-called assault weapons. In June, following a mass shooting in Uvalde, Texas, that left 19 children and two adults dead, Democrats passed a package of gun control bills dubbed the Protecting Our Kids Act. The measures failed to garner enough support in the Senate. However, Republicans led by Senator John Cornyn did ultimately agree to a different gun control bill. The key proposals in the package included an end to the so-called boyfriend loophole, federal funding for controversial red flag laws, intensified background checks, and funded funding for expanded mental health services. So this is the beginning of more expansive government control. But it's not enough for Joe Biden. He wants this assault weapons ban. The article continues. That bill was far from ideal for Democrats who have long pushed for a ban on assault weapons. The term is usually applied by gun control ad- advocates to military-style semi-automatic rifles, but many struggle to explicitly define the term. And that's the game. They use these overbroad terms so that the judge can interpret it in any way they want. And that's why there's such an emphasis placed on the appointments of judges. It's one of the things that Mitch McConnell apologists point to. Oh, he gets the judges through. He gets the, oh, like uh, like Amy Coney Barrett, Brett Kavanaugh, Neil Gorsuch, the ones that sat on their thumbs and refused to see any evidence of election malfeasance, among other things. 
all of the the <laughs> they're just establishment goons. They all took book deals. They're all taking money from the globalist establishment. This is how our betters think the government should run. Another item that Congress is looking to smash through in its waning moments is a defense bill. This year's National Defense Authorization Act was introduced in the Senate by Senator Jack Reed, Democrat from Rhode Island. Rhode Island shouldn't even have senators. It is named after outgoing Senator James Inhofe, who has been instrumental in crafting each iteration of the NDAA since he arrived to Congress in 1995. A key dispute over the bill involves Senator Joe Manchin's request to attach legislation changing fossil fuel permitting requirements. See, Manchin, he loves his oil companies. He loves all of those donations that he gets from them. And I mean, at this point, it's one of the last things saving us for crying out loud. Gas is almost $4 a gallon. I found myself celebrating when I was, when I filled my truck up and it came in under a hundred bucks. Then I went, wait a minute, let's go. Brandon also threatening Manchin's hopes for permitting reform is Senator Bernie Sanders, whose opposition to fossil fuels has propelled him to oppose the measure proposed by Manchin. I don't have a problem opposing fossil fuels. Let's oppose them. But the, the, the problem isn't opposition to fossil fuels. It's that we're, uh, we're opposing fossil fuels because it's trendy. We don't want to actually make a difference because too many politicians are filling their pockets with the money from these oil companies. Now, Manchin is trying to attach the permitting reform to the NDAA, but negotiators for Republicans have dismissed this effort. Quote, we haven't even talked about it because it's not an option, Senator Mike Rogers told reporters. Inhofe echoed this attitude, expressing his opposition to including such a bill writer. With both Republicans and Sanders rallied against him, it could be difficult for Manchin to push his demanded reforms through before the end of this Congress. Oh, what a shame. What a shame they can't ram a bunch of stuff through before they lose control. The next item is potentially ending the debt ceiling. Democrats have also mused on the possibility of eliminating the debt ceiling before the end of the 117th Congress. In an October 31st letter to Speaker Pelosi and Leader Schumer, a coalition of Democrats urged leadership to, quote, take legislative action that will permanently undo the threat posed by the debt limit. So just unlimited, unfettered spending. Let's just completely. I mean, that's is that not the goal here? Please convince me otherwise. To completely decimate the economy. They want to print more and more money. And I don't know. It's like they made it all up anyway. It's all it's all make believe. Hey, we got this paper and you can trade it for TVs. But oh, inflation and oh, interest rates and all of this other made up crap. That they use to just to to control you, to control you and scare you and uh, and ultimately predict your behavior. That's what it's all about. 
If we tell you there's not enough money, you're going to behave a certain way. If you tell, if we tell you there's plenty of money, then you'll behave this other way. And if we give you thousands and thousands of dollars claiming COVID, then it'll all be okay. And they're also going to try to ram through a spending bill. Because otherwise, the Republicans could shut down this corrupt federal government. I say do it. Do it and do it for a long time. Do it. Do it until people start going home. Do it until they look for new jobs. Do it until they lose their homes. Do it until they realize that we're the ones in charge. I don't know. They, they, whether it is deliberate, whether it's pacification, or whether it's just dumb luck, we at least got the Congress. Hopefully, we have some responsible adults operating this one chamber. It's enough for me to keep paying taxes. They're also going to try to change the voting rules again. One last one last gasp. The Electoral Count Act revision from the article. Democrats are also hoping to push through a bill that would amend the process for congressionally certifying presidential election results. The proposed bill introduced by Senator Susan Collins and Joe Manchin. Hey, hey would alter the electoral count of 1887, a bill passed following the electoral crisis of the 1876 election. Amid ongoing contention over potential fraud in the 2020 election, President Donald Trump tried to persuade Vice President Mike Pence to use his role under the original Electoral Count Act to challenge the results in several state elections that pose the highest risk of widespread fraud. Pence refused allowing Joe Biden to be confirmed as the president-elect by the Senate. Well, Donnie, I love to be sympathetic, and I think I'm actually chasing away listeners by uh, trashing Donald Trump, but that's, uh, that's one of his biggest mistakes. He appointed Mike Pence. Nobody heard of Mike Pence. The public didn't care about Mike Pence. And he handed the country over to these traitors. And I'm not ashamed to say it. Although I I think I'm making myself a criminal. We're all about to be criminals. Because there's new, uh, well, it's not even legislation. It's just more interpretation by the courts. Using a term called seditious libel. And uh, in New Hampshire, they're uh, trying to press charges against people for seditious libel and defaming the government. Oh, yeah, it's coming. It's one of the reasons that I'm a little bit hesitant to uh, to put my face on video and upload it to the Internet. Right now, I'm reasonably protected. You can say, ah, yeah, maybe he didn't say it. <laughs> I'm going to have to put a voice changer on this audio. <laughs> Keep myself out. No, I would, I would proudly go down. I would proudly go down. Finally, from the article, the updated Electoral Count Act would change federal law to significantly lessen the vice president's role over elections. The legislation would also significantly raise the requirements 
for members of the House or Senate to object to certifying election results. Under the 1887 law, only one member of the House and one member of the Senate need to object before the objection is moved to a floor vote in the chamber. Under the new draft of the measure, this would be raised to one-third of the Senate needing to object before an objection could be moved to a floor vote. So, we've made it easier to steal elections, harder to overturn them. And this will be the last gasp of the Democrat Congress. But the actions from the Republicans are coming, and they're impressive. Tomorrow, I will get into the 42 Biden admin officials that have been put in put on notice by House Republicans and also uh, shine a little light on the, uh, the the final death throes of the January 6th committee who is trying to scrub the evidence before the Republicans take over. Hey, thanks for hanging out. Please uh, rate and review the show and share it. I'll be back. Goodbye.